The following program has been rated NSFW, which means North, South, Feast, Wet, West. Feast? Is that really what that means? Welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour with your hosts, Lee Vowell, Todd Bandenberg, the other guy, and Ted Hicks. (laughs) Oh, not again. Damn it, Ted. Is Ted even real? He's never here. And welcome to hell, bastards and bitches. And this is the Nikki X Happy Hour. You'll be listening to the soothing sounds of Todd, Rob, and Lee. I'm Lee, and Todd is on the right, you can't tell, and Rob is on the left, which you can't tell. So, how are you guys? Something about not having video. Mm. Politically. They they don't want to see our ugly faces. Our ugly uglies is almost said. Is that a thing? Hashtag. I'm, I'm on the right politically. Mussolini was a leftist. Which one of us would be the right politically? That's interesting. Still very left, I'm assuming, but uh, what would be the right? Which one of us felt Ted. strongest about voting for Biden? I guess. It, 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 it's, Ted. <laughs> it's Ted. Which which one of us has appeared on Fox That's and Friends? That's not the beige bear this week, by the way. He's, he's something else. One of us That's our that, show. <laughs> one of us that spells Elliot Page with one L. That would be the person on the right. Is Elliot Page Ellen Page? Elliot Page used to be Ellen Page. That is correct. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Got my transgenders correct. That's the only thing I'll get right today, but that's okay. Woo! That's a good thing. That's a good thing to get right. That is a good thing to get right. So anyway, how are you guys? Oh, you're the one on the right because you just said you're on the right. So there you go. You're right. Me? You said you're right. Sensitive. Mm. Correct. I meant correct. He lies. He means right. Rob is just hoping this show is over at this point. That's how Rob is. Uh, Rob's just here, man. <laughs> I will ask you this because I, I, it's it's not a sport I keep up with, but I logged into my Yahoo Mail today for like the first time since 2014. But that's only because I signed up for something <laughs> through that and I had to get back into it. Yeah, whatever. On the right side of my screen, for no particular reason that I could figure out, was this big picture of Troy Aikman. What the fuck is Troy Aikman doing on my screen? Did he do something recently that... You mean on the conservative side of your screen? I don't because know. That would fit Troy Aikman. Would okay. it? It's, Troy's from California, though. I just, I don't, I wonder what his politics are. I mean, he, he went to Oklahoma because he transferred from UCLA, and then... This is Troy Aikman history hour. <laughs> and then played in Dallas. So because you got chosen by Dallas doesn't mean, I mean, maybe he became, I don't know. Maybe he's always been, maybe he's from Orange County. Therefore he might have always been a Republican. Yeah. Or no maybe idea. He's, no maybe idea what those politics are. It's funny. You mentioned Rob, just for a very boring statement here, the <laughs> Yahoo account, because I do the same thing. I have a Yahoo account and it's like got thousands and thousands of unread email because it's like, there's nothing oh, yeah. in there I need to see. Exactly. Yeah. I have like oh. 8,000 unread Yahoo emails. But it was my gaming account so they're... I could play Pokemon Go. <laughs> well, I think my I've tried to change my uh, change my Amazon email address three or four times to my Gmail account, but it never seems to take. It seems to always stay on Yahoo. Weird. So. I'm trying to figure out how my wife get signs into her Facebook account and it keeps coming out as my alternate Facebook account, which is not her account. She's spying on you as she should. Cause I mean, it's the same name, but one of them's Yahoo and one of them's Gmail. Hers is Gmail. And I type in da 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 at gmail.com and it goes, Oh, you must've meant Yahoo. No, I fucking didn't. I want her. (laughs) Sounds like somebody needs to clean out their cachet. Well, every so often this happens on her phone, which I have never logged into her phone to to my Facebook on her phone before. Not Are you sure you didn't do it in a drunken moment. Yeah, Hand really. me your phone. I want to log into my Facebook. I don't get on Facebook on my phone. <laughs> I rarely do. Facebook is there so I can uh, Facebook stuff about Twelfth Men Rising on the Twelfth Men Rising Facebook page. I really don't post stuff. I get stuff more posted on my page than I think I post myself. Which I'm sure is not good for the algorithm of Facebook. So like probably not. Have a life. 
Okay, so speaking of your 12th man, and you mentioned Orange a little while ago, I have a Broncos question for you. Because <laughs> last week was that big quarterbackless game between the Broncos and the Saints. Yes. Uh, where ESPN claims that Denver's Kendall Hil- Hinton? Yes. Not Hilton, whatever. Some practice squad receiver who ended up the quarterback, yeah. Yeah, he threw for 13 yards, which, by the way, it, I, I outdistance him just walking around my house. Um, and it's not like I live in a mansion or anything. I have a townhouse with delusions of grandeur, but anyway, he threw for 13 yards, but the team threw for 12 with no one else throwing a pass. It's well, he probably got sacked once maybe or something. It's, it's funny. You bring that up because he was sacked Dave, once one yard. That's the team. That's where the team stats come from. David Moore of the Seahawks <sighs> last week had three catches a touchdown, but for negative six yards. <laughs> Seriously. So. That's yeah, pretty damn clever. That's good performance. Yeah, he caught a one-yard, two-yard two touchdown pass, but then he caught two other passes that lost, like, lots of yards. So it yeah. ended up being a net deficit. It's it, it's. It, I'm glad you brought that, that game up because this goes to show the NFL is just what they're going to – damn everything and be like, we're getting through the season and we're not taking a week off because right. we're the NFL. Because you look at other teams like the Ravens and Steelers, oh, it's like, oh, you know, that's kind of an important matchup, you know, with important players. We'll move that one back. But Denver, fuck you. We don't care. You're a yeah. losing team. So we're exactly. just going to make you not play with a quarter. That guy had no business. He, I think no. his, the only reason he was a quarterback is that once in high school, he lined up next to the quarterback. And so he, oh, you can play quarterback. He couldn't. He knew he couldn't play quarterback. Denver he, knew he, he couldn't play quarterback. He did play quarterback at Wake Forest some, but very sporadically. Very spor- which basically is. But high he school. more recently shook shook hands with Don Strock, which made him instantly <laughs> qualified. <laughs> well, you know that one guy, the one coach, right, of the Broncos was like, "Can yeah. I? Can we can play? I play? Can I play? Yeah, yeah and the NFL said and no. NFL went fucking no. And he hadn't played in eight years. But he still probably would have had more experience oh, than yeah. that guy. Yeah, totally unfair to this guy. I mean, he wasn't even on the roster as a wide receiver. He's on the practice squad as a wide receiver. One for nine, two picks, one sack. Um, and the that's fact that he good... was sacked just once says a lot about him. Yeah. Well, that's because he's not a wide good... receiver who knows how to run. That's, that's exactly. not a good stat line. That's, that's, that's a zero. <laughs> Uh, passer rating, which isn't too surprising, right? So I, I like the first pass they had him throw was a fade <sighs> down the sideline. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of a miracle he was only picked off twice, too, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. That game shouldn't have been played. They should. They should have taken a week or two off. The Seahawks actually got their first yeah. positive COVID result back. Uh, for Brian Monet, who actually has been hurt for a month, so he hasn't yeah. been around the team. Luckily. But that that was the last team to actually have a positive COVID result. But there's like the Titans were just idiots. The Ravens were idiots. I mean, it's just like. <sighs> Did you see that the Ravens had four different strains of COVID? So it wasn't one guy got it. Four people screwed up. What you get for hanging out with Zach Plesak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and to be fair to the athletes, masks are, you know, the, the cloth masks, they're like, depending, they're 70% effective. N95 masks, basically the, the best mask you can buy, which is really difficult to buy. I don't even know if they're still restricted to health healthcare. I'm not putting my mask on. I'm one of those not. people. They are totally not. There, there's there's a reason they're called N95 because they're 95% effective. So even if you're wearing that mask, yes, you could still get the virus. So it isn't necessarily so that they have screwed up. Odds are, though, they screwed up. They weren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> uh, and it certainly could be that a family member of theirs was got it and you're not going to be wearing a mask on your family member the whole time. So it isn't necessarily so that all of these players were careless, but four different strains, really? Well, that's I mean, the thing. You mentioned the 95 mask, which is what I have in my hand that they yes. gave us to wear at work, which is what yes, we yes. got in July. And I, I like that my company used 
went all out for good masks instead of saying, hey, here's some crappy mask. At the same time, I felt kind of guilty because we should not be the one. Well, first of all, we shouldn't even be out and about. But secondly, we shouldn't be the ones getting those masks. It should be people who actually take care of other people instead of I look at crash cars. Well, but but your job does require you to put yourself at risk. So, yeah, well, also, I'm trying to avoid people as much as possible and just look at cars. But still, if there are a limited amount of N95 masks, they should probably go to nurses and doctors and Jewish people. I don't know why Jewish. Because nurses and doctors are all Jewish. Totally true. That's why. That's why. Except for the black bear. Yeah, the black bear is not a doctor. But he is. See that koala that ended up on that lady's tree in Australia? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, as a matter of fact. That's a brilliant segue from COVID to the koala (laughs) in the Christmas tree. But yes, I did see that. You know, and the funny so, thing was, it was wearing an N95 mask. So that's right. Where did that bitch get that mask? <laughs> koala. I don't know what a koala sounds like. Do they even make noise? They kind of grunt. Do they grunt? Yeah. I feel like yeah. more of a, eh, like mm. a peacock. Mm. Like, a, like a peacock? Because they're both so colorful? Peacocks like John C. Dvorak, <laughs> he mentions anything. <laughs> well, that uh, rainbow-colored koalas out there you got the gray because, and the white and because the white they're in support of elliot page this reminds me of that uh, mike berbiglia joke about the pandas because it's like you know the pandas have trouble sometimes mating in captive zoos because they all look the same it's kind of like the, it's like oh she looks just like me i really don't want to you know it's like koalas <laughs> anyway so covid19 <laughs> <laughs> yes it all looks the same from from one happy subject to another, koalas and pandas to COVID nineteen. So it's uh, this week uh, became the more deadly, had a higher daily death rate than anything else, including heart disease, where we topped three thousand uh, deaths. Uh, was it on Thursday? I think I believe that's correct. So you know, clearly eh, we we have not turned a corner, and the heat did not kill oh, the virus. And we have turned a corner, but not. The correct well, corner. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we 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 hit the home run, but we started by running down the third baseline. So, <laughs> exactly. So we're automatic out. Um. So yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where we, you know, things are not going to change until January because at this point we're not going to see any kind of any kind of real action. Um, and we've got a president who's more worried about pardoning people and and getting troops out of countries that we don't have any business getting troops out of Somalia, and. and Golf yeah. and pardoning and himself, golf. and pardoning himself and his family members, and, and even though he didn't do anything, yeah, exactly. Did they. They're they're totally innocent, but let's go ahead and pardon him. But I, I guess you know Joe Joe Biden has come out and said, you know, we're going to have a hundred days of masks, uh, which is great, but it's it's only federal stuff he can really do. He can't mandate the states to do it, as far as I know. You guys correct me if I'm wrong, and please, I, I hope I am wrong. So his 100 days of mask are still going to be pretty, you know, limited in, in the scope of things. We have to have states like the one I live in, Tennessee, where people go out without masks all the time. And we went to see the Christmas lights in, in Farragut, uh, Tennessee, uh, last night. We we walked around for maybe 10 minutes because there were most people didn't have masks on. They didn't care. And it was crowded and we just left. I mean, it's just um, you have to have some common sense. And people who live in stupid states don't have common sense. A lot but of do you, people at Walmart last night had no masks. Yeah. Which, wow. Did, did they, does Walmart have the sign up that says, oh, you know, to enter, you must have a mask on. And yeah, then they, there's someone at the front who is apparently not really doing a very good job of going, you're not fucking coming in unless you have a mask. Mm-hmm. But they're just but going, again, oh, look, hi, Bob. Come on in. Probably a 90-year-old man what, or woman. Yeah, and what can that employee do? Nothing. Exactly. They, they, they really cop. can't do anything. They, they can just say, he's like, hey, you're not supposed to come in, but... Are they going to physically stop that person? I mean, they need to hire. I, we and at yeah. Party City, we hired off-duty cops to come in at Halloween time because we'd get so overwhelmed, and that helped. Why not do the same thing? I mean, if we really care right. about things, have have some law enforcement involved. But I don't know. I guess it's just those companies saying you can't you can't enter because there's no law on the books in Tennessee that says oh you know. 
I mean, it's it's more of a it's a recommendation. You know, it's a recommendation. You don't kill yourself. So please, don't similar do to it. Right. hey, read this book. Exactly. But that goes to the whole thing as far as retail liability. I mean, how many retail stores? If there's a shoplifter in a lot, lot of stores, they won't even try to stop them. You know, they'll just get their picture and report them, but they won't try to physically stop them. Because they're afraid of getting sued, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, that's a big problem. I mean, that's that's the issue is it's personal responsibility. It's not up to the store to force you to have a brain and not try to kill other people if you happen to have the virus, which, you know, we've talked about it. But, you know, these people is like, I'm not wearing a mask. You're controlling me. And it's like, uh, do you stop at stop signs? Do you stop at traffic lights? It's like, no, be 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 true to yourself and just flaunt everything and fuck, fuck society. Right. It's, it's like, funny you say that because last night I saw or. three people run a, a red light or basically run a red light. And I, <laughs> I thought to myself, say. yeah, the yellow light is not a suggestion. Yeah. Because that's, we live in people, we live in a society that people only really mostly care about themselves. So I'm not going to wear a fucking mask, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll run this red light because I got places to be. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that, that's true. Uh, Florida, we've had 10,000 new cases for three straight days and it'll be four straight days and it'll go on and on. It's like, January, this this shit's not going to be over until I don't know, maybe never, because thirty two. All the people who aren't wearing masks, they sure as hell aren't going to get a vaccine, and then a lot of people who are wearing masks, some of them aren't going to get a vaccine, you know. So uh, this this is this is not a good reality that we're in. This corner that we've turned. Thank there you, is kind of a, a good sign. You mentioned Biden say, being able to enforce the government employees wearing a masks for 100 days or whatever. Uh, my wife works for the government and she's been wearing a mask since, uh, let me see here, March, mm-hmm. which I think is a bit beyond the, the 100 days. And everyone where she works wears masks. Unfortunately, it's just while they're at work. Because they've had some people go home and go, I don't want to wear the mask anymore. I'm going to Walmart and French kissing the floor. You yeah. Know, whatever. So every so often they'll get a case and they, oh, you've got it. Get out. Yeah. Which constantly happens. Uh, I watched a bit of an interview with the head of the scientific advisor for Operation Warp Speed. And, you know, they're talking about the Mr. fact Scott? that. Yeah, that he was. Back in April, just on or either as May, based on early results from trials that were ongoing for vaccines, and he said that they hope to have 200 million doses of the vaccine by the end of this year. And of course, there aren't going to be any doses of the vaccine by the end of this year yet. But most states, they're going to get about half of what they need just to get vaccinations for people in elder care facilities and medical professionals. Forget the rest of it half of the number of vaccines. So, you know, this, and obviously we need the vaccine, but this concept is like, oh, once the vaccine is here, it's going to be May or June before most people who will actually take it can get it. The New York Times had a little widget that you could put in and figure out, oh, how, where, what, where are you in line to get the vaccine in your area? And I was, uh, I was number 116,000 in my county, which is actually not bad because there's one and a half million people in this county, which is one reason why COVID is so horrible here. But <laughs> let's see, I teach. <laughs> I'm of that certain age group, which is fun. I have asthma. So I've got three factors that put me high on the list. And I have to wait. Fan, and they, they've, they've got to keep those around because there aren't that many. Well, shit, I should go to the front of the list. Um, <laughs> but even with that, we were waiting for 120,000. So I'm in like in the top 8%. It's going to be eternity before the vaccine is available for everybody. And then you have the issue of these people who won't take it and people posting crap like, well, the government, the government's never solved any kind of healthcare crisis. It's like, they're just trying to control us. It's like, okay, I'm not sure how a mask controls us. Like Rob and I talked about this yesterday <laughs> on another show. And hmm, let's see, smallpox, polio. Yeah, the government's never had a hand in any such a thing as wiping out a virus, have they? You dumb fucks. <laughs> That's what's so frustrating is people people post shit like, well, more people die from cancer. Well, as you said, Lee, not anymore. But completely aside from that, oh, and 
so what? It's like we can only address one thing at a time. Is that what your tiny little brain thinks? Does your tiny little brain thinks we ignore cancer? Have you never heard of the American Cancer Society, chemotherapy? You're not aware. Plus, there's the medical... lots and lots of different kinds of cancers. Right. I, you know, it's, the medical community has been trying to get rid of cancer for mm, a century. So if you are saying, well, COVID, we should not worry about COVID, then we shouldn't worry about cancer either, should we? You shouldn't worry about anything. No, we're just going to fucking die. The lack of critical thinking skills is astonishing. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the koala would know much better. <laughs> Even the koala who wandered into the freaking Christmas tree would know better than to just ig ignore this and act like, well, I'm going to die of something. It's like, go right <laughs> ahead. Die of something, but don't take other people with you. Right. Well, it's just, yeah, that's the part people are missing. Right. Because people are too stupid to, to think about it. They think... Oh, uh, the mask is there to to protect myself. It's like hmm, it's really to do both, but you don't know who has it and who doesn't. So right. why not just be commonsensical about it and wear a fucking mask? Everybody, because it's controlling. That's right. Because it's, it's it's ridiculous. What a and, country and, we're and, in. And, and of course, they're actually they are being controlled by Trump. That's right. By their brain. Speaking of Trump. I have some bad news about him. Oh, I, Boy, bad news. Well, that means that means good news for some and bad news. For no, us no, for no. <laughs> it's bad news for people who don't like him because I'm afraid I have to agree with one of his allies this week. As uh, a woman named Sidney Powell, who's working uh, <laughs> in Michigan. She's she's not his ally anymore. They fired her. Well, I, I can see why. She said that yeah. all of the voting results in Edison County, Michigan, were fraudulent. <laughs> and I am forced to agree with her because any votes that come in from Edison County, Michigan, have to be fraudulent because there is no Edison County, Michigan. It, it doesn't exist. So, yeah, any, any votes you get from there have to, be, have to be fraud. I feel really bad about having to agree with her, but... I don't recall if it was in the suit, one of the at least 47 lawsuits that their teams have, have filed, um, and he's won one so far, if it was in Minnesota or Wisconsin, but she actually named a uh, athletic center, community center, where a lot of voting was going on in the lawsuit as, a, as an issue for that state, except that center is actually in Michigan. So... Yeah, this is the level of, of lawyers that he had. And like she's so far out, they even got rid of her that they have such poor attention to detail. They don't even get the facts, the basic facts, like no count, no such county in that state. Oh, that's in a different state. One and 46. That's that's where these that's where his uh, legal challenges stood as of yesterday, according to democracydocket.org. What did he win? He won one suit in Pennsylvania about counting ballots after election day, and he actually didn't need to win it because the state attorney general ruled the same thing the same day. So his was one victory koalas specifically, I think it was. So the the one victory he that he got was moot, which is a legal term, which apparently his lawyers don't understand. I think Giuliani is leading the legal challenges. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> and he's thinking uh, at the top of his head. Yes, That's right. uh, I see him on Saturday Night Live every every show. On <laughs> That's a crack legal team you got there, Kate buddy. McKinnon does such a good job with Giuliani. She really does. <laughs> Kate McKinnon is a freak of nature and a force of nature, which is good. <laughs> so uh, yeah, anyway, so he, you know, Trump went down to Georgia. Like um, <laughs> Well, anyway, but uh, yeah, he, he, yeah. he went too far down. He went to Valdosta. Yeah, it's close to you, right? No, I, I used to live there. That is the other end of the state. That is, uh, if you face south, you can go, oh, look, Florida. Yeah, um, exactly. And if you ever have the opportunity to go there, pass. It, I, I've, I go right I, through. I don't know that I've lived in a shittier place. <laughs> um. 
They have a lot of motels, a lot of motels and fast food places because it's a good stopover point overnight for people who are driving to Florida. They used to have a really good high school football program, I think. They did. A thousand years ago. Lots of ants. We had an anthill in our backyard that was roughly the same size as a pitcher's mound. (laughs) One of five or six thousand in our backyard, which was just, no, no, got to move. Did you have to replace your divot after change of pitchers when you use that as the pitcher's mound? Um, We had to replace pitcher legs. Dance with it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so, uh, yeah. Monty Stratton. But yeah, but Trump went down to to Georgia and um, and uh, you know he's tried to get the governor to overturn the results of of the re, of the election. Of course, uh, Trump Trump Biden actually won Georgia, which is kind of a shock and a good thing. Um, so and I've heard different things, but it seems like I've heard more things about him going down to Georgia, which he really shouldn't because he really has no business doing stuff like that anymore. But it's only going to, sure, it'll help his base, but for him doing that, any gray voter should think, you know what, I might actually vote for the Democrat in the Senate this time. So I've heard more saying that, hey, this is actually helping the Democrats in the Senate runoffs than it is the Republicans. And, and Rob, you live in the state. In I fact, sure as hell hope so. You're the governor of the state <laughs> at the last time I looked. Lieutenant governor, sorry. And uh, so what's your take on uh, what's Sergeant happening? Governor. <laughs> uh, corporal, corporal governor. Um, <laughs> no, I have not seen a whole lot about it because, frankly, I've avoided it. I, I, I've tried really hard not to pay any attention to anything that comes out of his camp. Um, because it, I'm just so tired of him. I, I've been able to avoid some presidential stuff before in my life but this guy is in a just constantly in your face with everything from his look how long my tie is to compensate for my lack of a dick to <laughs> here's my goal here's my here's me stealing money from you watch me take it from this fund and put it in my pocket yeah and I'm wondering, you know, what, if I did that, I'd get arrested. Why is he not getting arrested? Uh, um, the only thing I've got for Trump this week is I have figured out uh, the technical term for his religious supporters. Huh. Uh, those are those are crystal Methodists. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well done. Yes. You need to copyright that quickly, sir, before this airs. Jeez. Um, yeah, Trump... Uh, in a, in a way, it's good for the Republicans that Trump went there because he finally did say that Republicans should vote in this uh, special election for the Senate, which is the first time I think he's said that because most of the Republicans have been saying that, oh, we got scammed. The election is rigged. Don't vote in January, which is like, yeah, please spread that message. I, <laughs> I really don't understand. And how you can be so unbelievably stupid. That's not ignorance. That's just stupidity. Mm-hmm. Knowing that if you lose those two seats, you will have a Senate, which the Democratic Party, the party that you hate and think is trying to destroy America, is going to be in charge because it'll be a 50-50 split, split and the VP will break the tie. Um Oh, and she's a black woman. Oh my God! No, she's Indian. I want. You, oh my God, she's not She's black and Indian. That's and Scottish. No, no such thing. I'm sure, that's going to show up at some point. So it's a little odd that they have been that that's been their meme, their narrative is like, yeah, it's like, oh, this election was stolen. Don't vote in January. It's like, okay, so Trump went to Georgia, spoke for, what, 45, 46 minutes, mainly about himself and complained about how he actually won and all this other stuff. And I think he spent two or three minutes actually talking about the candidates, the the ostensible reason that he's there. I mean, last I saw, which was yesterday, he's collected $207 million for the legal challenges. Yeah, to put in his pocket. Um, (sighs) Very, very odd cult that, that he has there. You know, like you said, it's like the set up a charity and it was 
fined for setting up the charity, had to return all the money, is banned from having any charities in the state of New York because that's where it was based. Uh, yeah, that's a trustworthy fellow there. Uh, uh, and now we are over 280,000 deaths, by the way. So, yeah, for all you guys who are posting your little memes about, oh, don't forget Benghazi, don't forget the emails, don't forget the 280,000 fucking dead people. Ben, ben Gazi still yeah. confuses the crap out of me because four people died. Yep. Five people died at a at an intersection just down the street from me over the weekend because there was a car wreck. No yeah. one said shit about that. Well, because uh, it goes back to the fact that, what, as we've discussed before, Republicans, um, you know, for for all that we dislike their their ethos. They're also a lot better at uh, at uh, communicating what their message is instead of Democrats. So, you know, if they say something like that, we have to live with it for years and years and years. Whereas clear evidence that, you know, he's done something illegal, especially with nonprofit stuff, which <laughs> over and over and over. Yeah. Friend Julie said before he got elected the last time in 2016, she was like, no, if somebody looked into this. It wouldn't take too long to figure out this is illegal and this is why. And she, of course she, she did that. Um, but she was also like this, 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 and this, I mean, she was clear in what she thought and, and made sense. Like this is, this is what he's done. That's illegal. And if anybody followed that trail and it's not far of a trail, then it would be illegal. And he shouldn't even be president in 2016, but we know he's done lots and lots of crap, but still, we can't, as as liberals, can't figure out a way of making the message so simple to stupid Republicans that it seems like we're not either whining or complaining, whereas if they say it, it becomes truth because they're led by Goebbels, and we just don't have any way of, of clearing that message, which is sad, really. It's got to come back to education. We need to improve the education in this country, and once we do, people are going to go, oh, it's like that, but it's going to, that's not going to be a, a quick fix. That's going to take generations to get rid of. Right. Yep. Agreed. And, and, 100%. and for those who are probably thinking, well, I hopefully none of you are, are listening because I don't know why you would still be listening if you're in the Trump camp, but you know, you're welcome to listen if you are, but that I doesn't did. mean indoctrination. Yeah, Ted Fox and friends, my whatever, but, um, for the record, Ted is not a conservative. <laughs> For the record, Tex has Tex, Tex has been on Fodden Friends. Wow, I can't even talk today. Yes, Ted Tully is the been only Tex. person that I've seen on air as an African American man get just rammed by two white women. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what happened, and it wasn't his fault. They just it, it was like Fox and Friends gave him no chance to talk. Here, let's have this token black guy. You could tell it was that's what it yes. was. That's what irritates me about the whole thing. It wasn't Ted. It was like, yeah, I don't even know what those women were saying. They just kept talking, and I'm like, wow, this is Fox News at its at, you yeah. know, what exactly they want. People yes, talking, it's... you're not listening really because they're not. Who cares if they're making any sense? And the guy who actually could probably make sense and have a good point isn't allowed to talk, but hey, he's black and we got him on here. That's all that counts. That That is definitely the essence of Fox News distilled. He, he said he got on the set and uh, had this feeling of them finally just realizing when he walked on set, mm -hmm. oh shit, he's black. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> we didn't know that. Quick, talk over him. Ted Hicks doesn't sound like a black name. Exactly. Exactly. We should call him and get his opinion, except he would be unavailable at this time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it's not about indoctrinating people. It's about educating people to think for themselves. That's, that's the missing step here. That's why Trump loves the poorly educated. Yeah. Uh, because they'll just swallow. They, they idolize they idolize money and power because those are driving mainly because they don't have either one of those. So they aspire to that. And here's this person who apparently, well, he has power because he's a president for about a month and a half left. And he has money that he's borrowed most of and will lose a hell of a lot of it because he's got to pay it back and doesn't want to. So, you know, this is, Oh, 
this is this is the dream image and he can say anything he wants and he does anything he wants I'm like yeah because he's a terrible person and you aspire to be a terrible person too that's <laughs> kind of sad um and no not all trump supporters aspire to be a terrible person but they do all like a terrible person yeah they're guilt by association and and completely aside from the fact that he's an awful human being i'd say pretty easily the worst human being who's ever been the president of the united states and we've had some winners actually but easily the worst president, easily the worst president. How many protections has he taken away from the average person? It's like this wonderful tax break that some people got. I didn't particularly see a benefit from it. I actually saw my taxes go up. But everybody. Oh, uh, taxes. I know we've talked about this too, but the tax issue isn't that, oh, what you get at the end of the year. It's that you're getting more taken out every week. So you're losing money. That's, right. that's what happened with me, and I didn't yeah. change my income. Right. And you're going to have a lot more taken out because that, that that nice little bump that some people apparently got, that goes away next year, and it gets worse and worse and worse until, I think, 2024. So that tax... Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, which wasn't really that... Wasn't really sold that much on that plan, but yeah, that was a temporary thing. So now that starts going escalating back up, so... For those of you that did actually see a tax decrease, that's going to start going away. But funny how the corporate tax cut isn't going away, isn't it? Well, corporations are people too. Yes, they so are. Let's let's make that clear. So, uh, uh, Coastal Carolina, Carolina BYU, twenty-two to seventeen yesterday. Um, Coastal Carolina to tell you how fucked up twenty twenty is because we have no college football. North Carolina played the team that had was zero. They played Western Carolina. It was zero and two, had no business playing. But because of the fucked up world we live in, North Carolina had to scramble to actually get a team on its on its schedule so they could play enough games. So that's what happened. The same thing happened with number thirteen BYU needed to scramble. And when's the last time BYU and Coastal Carolina played each other? Probably never, right? Thank but, you, never. Coastal Carolina is the number 18 team in the country because right, they played games. Coastal Carolina actually beat BYU, right? This yeah, is 22 to 17. <laughs> and it was supposedly a great game. And like ESPNs are like raving about this is a game of the year. But yeah, I'm like, well, what, what the hell have we come to? Or no offense to Coastal Carolina. The only thing I know about them is Buzz Peterson was once the basketball coach there. But they're the number 18 team in the country. Now, so that's. Is, was BYU one of the teams that only had like 55 players dressed out? I don't know if it's, I know one major college team barely well, had enough players got dressed out. on our mission. It wasn't a COVID. Thing. <laughs> it was Denver. <laughs> it was Denver. Which speaking of the, of the Denver thing, I, I wonder, I, I saw that uh, the Seahawks, our beloved Seahawks, despite the fact that I'm wearing a different shirt, uh, have kept their practice squad quarterback separate from the two guys on their active roster, Geno Smith, and I can't think of the other guy's name. I, I wonder if they've been doing that the entire season or if this is just, Mass, oh, look what Matt happened. Matt Hasselbeck, I think, is who the other quarterback is. Matt Hasselbeck, fine gentleman. Um, and now they're they're having tryouts for quarterbacks, so they have another quarterback available just in case. Uh, and I would imagine all NFL teams are doing that, but... We talked about this earlier, just, you know, how the NFL is like, oh, it's all money driven is like an important game. We're going to play that one no matter what. Denver, yeah, go out there with some poor SOB who wasn't even on the squad, who isn't even playing his own position, but he can he can stand behind the center. Uh, Yeah, Denver's not having a good season, but how on earth is that fair to the Broncos? How is that fair to their fans? How is that fair to, to Hinton? I mean, that's just ridiculous to do that to the guy. Yeah, but I agree. Why didn't the league have in place? By the way, make sure you have a quarterback that's isolated. Yeah. Why wouldn't they say, you know, be sensible, make sure you guys aren't in contact with each other. So I don't know. You have a kind of important position. So, you know, you can actually show up. I mean, well, why do the Broncos have so many people at quarterback on their team? That seems. Four yeah, it's odd that they had four, ridiculous. right? Yeah. Oh, by well, the way, Coastal, Coastal Carolina just. Going back yeah, to that for a second, they're ten and zero. They found a way to play ten games. So who's ever running that football program probably needs to be running the COVID. Yeah, uh, were they all college games or <laughs> they played uh, two uh, two A high no, school? They, they beat the Jets. 
Ah, well, that explains everything. Yeah, seriously, how on earth have they managed to play 10 games? 10 games, they're 10-0. Of course. 6-0 in the home, so they traveled some, too. And I wonder how many games the other teams have played after Coastal Carolina churned through with their COVID active roster. <laughs> they're laying waste to all the other teams in the country. It's it's funny because they they post I'm looking at their schedule. They've postponed one game, which was at Troy. They've played ten games. They rescheduled the one for Troy for next week and they have they looks like they're playing okay, so they're I guess they're in a they're in a league with whoever UL is. University of Lafayette, maybe? Louisiana Cajun, Ragin Cajuns. Oh, the Ragin Cajuns. Didn't that used to be the Lafayette? Or yeah, I thought that was I guess Louisiana Lafayette, I thought. ULL. But anyway. I don't know who what Coastal Carolina is up to, but they basically have not had any close games except for that one Louisiana, which was actually ranked again twenty twenty. 21st in the country when they played earlier this year. <laughs> okay, so so they they play Troy, they play Louisiana, they play I'm sure several directional schools, and they beat BYU. Wow. Well, they and they but they won, they won by 15, 22, uh, 29, three, which was the Louisiana game. 14, 51, 17. I think 11, average, which is Appalachian State. Wow. 35, and then they beat BYU. I'm so I mean they're taking out the trash. So I, I think give them that. <laughs> I think the University of Tennessee has found their next football coach. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to say University of Tennessee was pl- going to play Coastal Carolina. I was like, I don't want to see that. Oh, Coast- that's hell no! No for Coastal Carolina. <laughs> yeah, seriously, they probably win by twenty. Actually, I would be eleven to zero. I can't see Tennessee beating Coastal Carolina. They just beat BYU as the number thirteen team in the country. No, Tennessee wouldn't have a chance. Sadly, they actually looked much better than I expected against Florida. I. I- I don't even watch it anymore. I just assume they'll lose. I just watched high. I, well, I watched the lowlights is more of the way to put it. But zero oh, and nine against uh, their main rivals since uh, Jeremy Pruitt's become the coach, and they weren't any better before him. So you know, Jim Harbaugh is going to be looking for a job, I'm sure. So maybe they can go that route. Mm-hmm. He'd, be, he'd be a good fit for the tradition they're establishing right now. I just I think Tennessee's just at the point where it's like you just got to get used to the mediocrity. It is what it is. And I think the fans would be okay if they were mediocre. That's the problem. They're not even mediocre right now. And yet they won, what, like eight straight games, right? Including the first two games of this year. Yeah. And then they've lost every every game since. Bizarre. And they're not close. They're not you know close what? games. No. I mean, you, you said they're mediocre fans. The, the color ochre is kind of an orange. So, yeah, they've been mediocre for years. <laughs> if it is a medium, is it a medium orange? Nah, it's an ugly orange. We have a pretty orange, pretty bright, almost fluorescent orange. I'm going to go with obnoxious. A signal orange, <laughs> actually. It's not like that ugly burnt orange that Texas has. Well, it kind of goes with the... Uh, <laughs> we're, we're sorry, the Big Mike. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is meth. So the state flower of Tennessee is the orange traffic cone. <laughs> uh, state flower of Tennessee everywhere? is something. I think it's the iris or something. I don't know. Um, or is it the mockingbird? The mockingbird's everything. It's a song. It's the state bird. State flower. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is the state flower of Tennessee. We all know the truth. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it says about a uh, country music star. For her entire life, who was raised in the most uh, Republican county in the state of Tennessee, possibly the country, she, she actually has a brain and some common sense about her, and approaches things in a commonsensical way. A lot to of help people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I mean, it's a it's a triumph for that county and the state and and, and the country. I don't know. Anyway. I mean, I'm not a big Dolly Parton music fan or anything, and she's, of course, uh, she's a capitalist. She runs a an amusement park that makes lots and lots of money, but she also puts a lot of money in other stuff. I mean, she gives yeah, she back. Does. So, how many how many millions of books has she donated at this point? It's well, just an astronomical number. Of books. Well, that's also true. Dolly goes to the zoo. <laughs> Dolly shows a little cleavage. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, not for the kids. 
That's also uh, not possible for Dolly to show a little cleavage. What is she in an iron lung? Well, she always, well actually, you're using Google. You're, you're using the Google satellite system, so it uh, looks okay. like a little on her breasts. That probably well, is a smart move by Google. You can still see it. <laughs> What's from, the largest from, from thing from in the universe? The two largest things in the universe shows up on the from the International that's, Space Station. That's right. Hey, we're almost home. I can see Dolly's cleavage. That's right. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, show tags, Dolly Parton. <laughs> oh, my God. And, this uh, is some kind of a record. It took this long for the show to go off the rails. Usually it's like in the opening segment. So, Well, I like how before the show we said we have four things to talk about, and we still managed like 50 minutes out of this. <laughs> of course. We knew that was going to happen. Because it all ended with Coastal Carolina. Because we all had that planned. <laughs> Coastal Carolina. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess anybody else have anything to say about sh- sports? Nothing else Ted. going on? Australia. I did find this that. funny. Ted, uh, I don't know if say? you guys saw this. There was a South Texas high school football player whose name is not being released because he's not a not old enough. Apparently, uh, he was thrown out of his football game <laughs> for um, ex- uh, excessive. Whatever. Unnecessary roughness. There we go. Uh, but he was a bit pissed, so he ran out on back out on the field and tackled the fuck out of the ref. Yeah. Which, uh, you can still find that video on CNN. It's kind of fun to watch. Yeah. I feel smart, bad for the ref. But. Smart move, young man. Very smart move. It's like, guess we won't be playing organized football. Ever. Pre-pro, yeah. we mentioned the movie Die Hard. And uh, maybe it was on the show. I don't know. This thing's gone on for Hi, like three hours. So there's that one um, uh, quote that uh, the wife has about uh, about Bruce Willis's character about like, oh, you know, somebody's really pissed off and, and she's down there in the office with the other people. And they're like, how do you know it's John McClane? She's like, only John how do you know he's still alive? Up. Because only John can piss somebody off like that. That's <laughs> DK Metcalf. What is yeah. he saying to other cornerbacks that get them extremely pissed off like early in the game? Like he's. Two out of the last three weeks, games, the other cornerbacks tried to throw a punch at him, and the other one had a unnecessary roughness. I was like, whatever he's saying needs to be like bottled and be like, this is what he needs <laughs> Seriously. Because it's like, I don't know what he's, and he gets flagged. He's got three, uh, three straight games. They've got flags on, like, not on DK, but against the quarterback, cornerback right. that is playing against DK because he's saying something that's just pissing them off. Yeah. Personal I mean, foul, number 58 on the defense, unnecessarily fucking the offensive guy's mom before the game. <laughs> Maybe that's what he's saying to him. Oh, it's got to be something. It can't be that because that's just, I mean, people, kids say that in middle school now. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that wouldn't get a, a NFL player. And it'd be interesting physical, to see what he says. He's got to be saying, it's got to be something he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is. Just, I mean, partly, I'm sure part of it is just that he manhandles them. You know, um, it happens so early in the game. Yeah, it's, it's got to be something just, he's saying because you see him join it. They mean you see them join at each other. So, and then you get this five nine cornerback serious. getting all pissed off and going up to DK, and he's just like, "Bro, you know. <laughs> saw, I mean, the Eagles game like the same thing happened with the Forty Niners. Yeah. The Eagles game where the, he gets hit by two guys and he just like stands there and they're like, "What? What the fuck?" <laughs> and it was also a, a smart move. By the coach to say that they uh, that he wasn't he wasn't Megatron yet. Like, well, did you did you hear the whole comment? No, I did not did hear you, the entire. It thing. happened before the game. He yes, went up to the DK game. and he said he basically he was paying DK a compliment, mm-hmm. and then they played it. And talking about this on Seattle Sports Radio, and he he went up to DK and he was like, "Man, you know, he he coached uh, Megatron, Calvin Johnson. He was right. like." You know, he's a great receiver. He's like, you're you're just in your second year. You're not really there yet, but I can see you becoming Megatron by the end of your career. And which is a compliment, right? A great compliment. Megatron, except but, uh, except he's already ahead of Megatron's stats. And what? he's not Megatron yet either, I agree. But he, he right, right. But the the Jake Heaps, Jake Heaps, who actually played for BYU, oddly enough, uh, who has a show on Seattle, he's like, All DK heard was the first part. You're not right. Megatron. Yeah, he didn't hear any of the rest. But that's like, his. Why would you do it before the game? Right, and that's his job. 
as a football player to hear the negative part, to amp himself up, not to go, oh, you're going to be the blah, blah, blah. It's like, all he heard is you're not that yet. And Asha, all he heard probably was you're not. <laughs> you know, it's probably what he heard is like, oh, I'll show you. Yeah, um, yeah it's uh, interesting. And as, as you wrote, it would be nice if you could catch the balls that you or I could catch too. Yeah. It's, like, it's almost like the easier passes are harder for him. Yeah. Which is actually, it was the same way, same way for Julio Jones. A lot of really good receivers. Like if they're that open, it's harder for them to catch it because they're so used to being, having the if, physicality. If, if we can just, and I love Tyler Lockett and actually I, I think he's a better receiver. Um, well, actually he's clearly a better receiver, not, not a better athlete, but if we could just take Tyler Lockett's eyes and hands and or Josh Gordon's hands and give them to DK. Holy mother of God. I mean, literally he would be the best receiver ever. If he, if he had that focus and those hands, hands down. <laughs> well, let's I'm, see if I'm he plays offended. with the shades over his eyes. Cause I think that's affecting him in day game or in night yeah. games. He has those shades. At least today's a day game. Yeah. Well, you know, like the ball that went right into his face mask. It's like, dude, how do you not see that ball? Russell threw it too hard. <laughs> you come on now. You you fire a cannon and DK could catch the damn thing. <laughs> well, like, yeah, oh, I I mean, that's, that. that's the thing, right? Like if right. it was Tyler Lockett, he would have caught the ball. Yeah, exactly. Because when the hell does Tyler Lockett not catch the ball? <laughs> when it's more than eight yards from him, I guess that'd be about the only time. But yeah, DK is, uh, I, I like the fact that he gets amped up. Yeah. As, as he should when people tell him he's not. That's right. Whatever. <laughs> well, because he has been told he'd never play again, so I'm sure there's some kind of... Right. I mean, sure. great players who's... Like, uh, like you guys, you're great podcasters, and when somebody challenges you on something, it causes you to... You to use... What the, is that a word? You it word. is now. You, the youth. Um, so, so, my cousin Vinny. But anyway, you <laughs> use that to, to rise up against... Uh, Oppression and, and yeah. better Oppression. on your podcast, right? Like no. this one, which has no. now managed to go almost an hour when we had no. nothing to talk about. As usual. Well, we've only got the four things. This is like the Seinfeld episode. It's a podcast about nothing. No. No. <laughs> no. You don't like Seinfeld? I actually, I keep getting that shit on my Facebook page. Watch this Seinfeld. I don't like fucking Seinfeld, but we recommended what? it for you. Fucking why? I've never liked him. Oh, has, actually, he, has Rob been that. bitten by a zombie? Him, What's happening here? Him, I, Seinfeld he himself, is, I like. Really. It's everyone else on the show I would like to see lined up and shot. You don't like George? No. <laughs> do you like, uh, do you like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Actually, no, not really. Okay. It's kind of it's kind of the point of Seinfeld. You're not supposed to like those people because they are pretty horrible people. Well, which is why it, my it thing is, is I does. deal with people like that. Well, I used to. <laughs> not anymore. Yay! I used to deal with people like that all fucking day. And but when I get home, I'm like, I want to be rid of them. Why are they on my TV? Well, uh, see, <laughs> the funny thing is, there is a Seinfeld episode where Elaine goes to an alternative group, and it's the same group of type of group of people. They're all yeah. mice. And she's like, what's happening? <laughs> they kind of make that joke themselves on an episode. So, And then she realizes, no, I like being with the jerks. Yeah, they are all really terrible people, which is yeah. why it's, which is why it's which funny to the people it's funny to. And to some people it's not because nothing is more subjective than comedy. Very true. Other, other than, you know, something we can't say. There's lots of people who like Larry the Cable Guy for no reason. I wonder you if know, they will be 90% Trump <laughs> ABC News had a headline this week that I did not understand. Uh, and I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, the headline was, right. Sean Mendez and Camilla Cabello have discussed getting engaged. And I'm sorry, <laughs> my first thought is, fucking who? And why do I care? Is there any particular reason? Well, the, I don't know who the, the fuck phrasing of that is weird. They've discussed oh. getting engaged. They've discussed it. Like, That's a headline on have ABC a News. Well, ask her. In the who first place, she? Rob, clearly you, you care because it's in your feed. 
What in my feed? So it is you're not in my feed. It. it was on the front page of abcnews.go.com. Why do they still have .go in there, by the way? Because I remember that being a failed attempt that they had a long time ago of making the Go network. It, because there's that scam site, which wasn't them. I'm looking for now. See if it pops oh, up. But yeah, because I, I hope they did. They're they're both good people. They're still talking about it. <laughs> Who the hell are they? <laughs> Pop singers. Really? Okay. Yeah, Sean Mendez is 22. He's from Canada. Yeah, Sean Mendez I'd heard of. The other one I haven't even heard of. It is It is still on the page. I just pulled it up. I, I like this. People also ask, is Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez together? Is they? Is they? I don't I, know. I'm guessing they is. That's that, that's the Larry the Cable Guy group right there. Uh, Camille Cabello, she's uh, she is also she's twenty three. Whoa, so an older woman mm, for Sean. Interesting, interesting. That's right. That's Here, right. I'll throw sad news into a sad bit of news to end the show with because we've we've done the hour. Oh, that's good. Let's uh, have something sad. Squiggy Sorry. died yesterday. So, yeah. yeah that's I'm, I'll, I'll, I will say this, though. I am surprised that actually I'm kind of, in a sense, happy for him that he made CNN. Yes. You know, it, it's sad that he had to die to do it. But, you know, that that he's still vaguely he's relevant. relevant enough. Right. Relevant enough to be mentioned. So uh, David Lander was the actor's name. and He uh, was multiple sclerosis, I think. Hmm. So, you know, not COVID. So congratulations on your death and congratulations on the MS. <laughs> and he did that. You know. His character was, was the other guy on the show that did the, the, they lived together episode. Oh, Ian McKellen, right? Ian McKellen, who also did the. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's like Ian McKellen on, <laughs> on Laverne and Shirley. Oh my God. If that was true, I would go back and watch every episode. Speaking of shows that I don't care for. <laughs> But, Actually, yeah. it's funny because it wasn't a show I cared about. But you look at the talent on it, and you got yeah. I mean, you got Michael McKeon, who's not into Ian McKellen. It was Michael McKeon, but I mean, there's a lot of a lot of talent on that show. It was just and really they... watched. It came after um, Happy, Happy Days. Days. Right? Yeah, yeah. it was a, yeah. it was a, a spinoff. A, it was an, I was going to say an outbreak, which I guess probably confirms my feelings about the show. But yeah, it was an outbreak from Happy Days. <laughs> there was, was a lot of stuff that came out of Happy Days. Mork and Mindy came out of Happy Days. Yes, oh, Mork yeah, and Mindy right. did come out of Happy Days, indeed. Because and, it ran for 27 years. Yes. And All of which took place in the 1950s. <laughs> little old brother, somehow. They didn't have a brother. I guess he showed up in later. The older brother. And little Opie Cunningham came out of Happy Days right. as well, which is. I'm glad I'm not the, the only person who does that with him. The best thing that ever came out of that show, I think, is Opie well, Cunningham. Said, Opie Cunningham. You saw Saturday Night Live with Eddie Murphy, right? And <laughs> Eddie Murphy and, and Ron Howard was on there, and he was like, Opie Cunningham. He kept calling him Opie Cunningham. You saw that. I'm Ron Cunningham? Howard, man. No, fuck that. You, Opie Cunningham. <laughs> Opie Cunningham. He said, All right, Bucko. And he had to and go they, with the Bucko line. He and stormed off. The barber. Which was awesome. It was Floyd the Barber. <laughs> Andy. Yeah, Floyd the Barber. Okay. What a great character. Opie Cunningham. And no, I mean, Floyd the Barber. I mean, Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live being yeah. Floyd the Barber. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's playing Floyd the Barber. He's now gay and black. And... It's an SM. Gay. SM thing, wasn't it? Gay. Yeah, I believe it was because Floyd the Barber totally would have been into that. That's why Barney Fife was not on some episodes because he was in the dungeon. <laughs> he was with the, the guy who ran the department store who didn't like Christmas. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's our show. So, that's Ted, are you happy with the show? Then I can't think of the name of the actor who played that guy, but he was the meanest. I mean, does anybody look as mean as that prick? It's God, I, mean. I, the guy you I've heard that that guy is like the nicest person in the Probably. world. Probably. That's, I think I, I saw an interview with Andy Andy Griffith actually later on, and they were like, "Yeah, we actually cast him because he was so nice that he's, when he when he was playing this character, we just couldn't stop laughing." So he's like, "This guy's the <laughs> the department store." He's he's probably a hundred and seven years old when he was yeah. born and actually, angry. Twenty three, and and then 
episodes just age yeah. badly. Yeah. I, I, surely he played Ebenezer Scrooge like in Summerstock or some shit. How could that guy not play Ebenezer Scrooge? Yeah. He's an actor he, too. Yeah, he was. But yeah, it was just funny. It's it's funny hearing those backstories as far as like, oh, this guy was actually like this instead of, which happens a lot. Yeah. Or Chevy Chase, actually a dick. So, What? Chevy Chase, not a nice person? Mm. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, apparently he was like a super prick, which is very sad. Very sad indeed. Why did I type in study? <laughs> Jesus. So did we actually end the show or what? Yeah, that was it. 